Mama Nature here. Uh, so I have been going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth with my content for my podcast um, because life is taking me in a few different directions and I'm trying to navigate through that with the help of the universe. Uh, my guides are doing a pretty good job of just, you know, letting me know I have to go with the flow. I have to just listen to my intuition and quiet my mind more and, um, you know, slow myself down and really, you know, find where it is that I need to center my energy. Um, which led me to think about, um, what I wanted to talk about. Um, I want to talk about what I know. Um, I know a lot about spirituality. I know some of a lot of spirituality. There's so much to learn. Um, and so you can only navigate yourself through time. So that's your own um, path to follow. And who knows, uh, you know, the healing path is never done. But um, I also know... Um, about domestic violence. Um, I know what it's like to be alone. I know what it's like to be afraid. Um, I know a lot of things that a lot of other people know. And I feel a lot of things that a lot of, a lot of other people have felt. So um, I figured I'm going to start from the beginning. How's that? Might as well just start from the beginning. I mean, I'm just going to tell my story and that's all I can do because um you know my story's not over obviously I am still on earth thank god um 42 it's been 42 seems like um very harsh years on me but the last five almost five (laughs) have been really really wonderful um So when I think about my life, I think about it like this. The moment I walked in that door, I could finally breathe. That one sentence probably would sum up my entire life right now. Um, So I was married to a narcissist, an abusive uh, narcissist for 16 years and I know a lot of people throw that term narcissist around everybody seems like you know that's the thing to say about your ex nowadays um my narcissist had brain damage um from when he was young and in a car accident and um because he had an enabling has an enabling mother he never got the proper treatment that he received from smashing his skull into a uh, windshield of a car. I don't know if it's a windshield or whatever. Whatever the case, through the years, um, I was with him for 20. Uh, So we met when I was 17. Was I 17? Yes, I was 17. And he was 18, I believe I was 19. Um, You know, very young. And we grew up in a small Jersey town around the corner from each other. Um, So when I graduated high school, I met my ex-husband. We have five children together. And 
the current situation I'm in now is I am raising our three minor children um, alone. The two older ones are adults. They live on their own. Uh, my oldest daughter has two sons, so I have two grandbabies. Um, yeah, don't blink. I'm telling you what, do not blink because it just goes in the flash of an eye. Um, so I have written down here for my notes, I am a victim of domestic violence. I crossed victim out and I put survivor um, because that's what I am. Um, every day I give myself a little more room, a little more time to heal. I forgive myself and others who have hurt me a little bit more. Um, it's been a very long road. Um, you know, I, there's probably not even a time in my life I can recall not having any violence involved, um, you know, from very young childhood. Um, I don't really remember much. When you have trauma, your brain kind of goes into a, a shock mode, you know, your fight, flight, or freeze and a lot of the trauma that we experience, you know, depending on our age, a lot of the details that are meant to really fuck us up are forgotten. Um, thankfully, um, unfortunately, they go somewhere. They don't, they're not actually forgotten. They are stored in the body. So they come out later in future relationships, in future situations, and Although we get ourselves out of domestic violence situations, uh, I mean, only, only, I believe it's 80% of people actually get out of domestic violent relationships without um, some sort of um, detrimental incident. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. But anyway, so when you grow up in, from a very young age um, in violent households and um, not only do you witness violence with your parents, but I've also witnessed violence um, with, I had a little sister and they were very violent toward me. Although I don't recall any violence toward my little sister, uh, my family has told me that's because I was taken from my parents because I was um, treated so terribly. And I stayed with loving family members, thank God. Um, but later in life, you know, that has to be dealt with. I understand it's in the past, and yes, you have to let it go. Um, but it's also something that'll just um, keep haunting you and keep uh, manifesting itself in different areas of your life. And it's something that really needs to be addressed. Um, you know, so not having that support system from a very young child with my parents um, led to you know, shitty, pretty much a shitty life there on after. Um, I'm not talking about my children, of course. But going to school was hard because I allowed people to bully me. And then in turn, I became the bully, you know, classic. Um, people made fun of me so bad because I had these big gaping teeth and you know back then it was like I was 1980 something 
like that song. It was 1980 something. So I don't, you know, braces weren't really popular, but I was still young. So I probably wasn't the age for them. But anyway, kids are cruel. And they used to call me Bucky Beaver. And they would stomp and I would hate going to school. And, you know, I, I tried to express um, the trauma of what was going on on the bus to my parents. But they were really um, preoccupied with their own shit. I mean, this is the 80s. So we're talking about porn, drugs, and orgies, basically, is the error. Um, They didn't really care about anything much besides themselves. So, not having an outlet, you know, nowadays your parents would be like, oh, I'll drive you to school. Um, you know, I needed to be drive to school. It was like not, terrible that a kid had to suffer that, but yes, it made me who I am. I get it. Um, but anyway, it led me to tolerate that kind of bullshit. I had bad friends. I let my friends pick on me, you know, talk down to me, do mean things to me, throw stuff at me, things like that. Um, my first kiss, I'll never forget my big teeth, uh, like, in his mouth. <laughs> it was on a dare. He was dared to kiss me. Yes, that's where we're at. So, uh, you know, the meaningless friendships grew into uh, meaningless and bad relationships with boys. Um, I wanted to be accepted, so I was smoking at 12, being the bad girl, having sex with boys, you know, putting myself out there because I was a flat-chested little girl. I have braces now, so my teeth weren't as bad. It was just, you know, classic um, neglect at home. Girl meets big world where boys have hard penises. So that's basically where my life was. Um, So uh, I was in, I, you know, not good relationships when I was younger. And then when I was, when I graduated high school, I met my ex-husband. I was 17. uh, We were at a party. And from that point on, we were pretty much inseparable. Um, There was nothing healthy about the relationship, but I did not care. I just did not want to be home. Um... He was nice and close around the corner, although we had never met. We had a lot of mutual friends. And um, it wasn't long, probably about two months after I graduated, I got pregnant with our first daughter. Um, Mind you, I was 18 years old at the time, and I had her two months before my 19th birthday. So, um, you know, basically during that pregnancy was particularly hard for me because when I told my father that I was pregnant, he told me to leave the house. Um, Luckily, I had my ex-husband's parents to take us in, but little did I know that was probably what was to be the beginning of a 20-year nightmare. 
I didn't realize exactly um, my self-worth at all. I had none. Um, I didn't care who took care of me. I didn't care. As long as I didn't have to work, I could be lazy. I didn't have to be home. I can really stick it to my asshole dad. Um, you know, that's all I really cared about. Um, and it, it led me down a path um, that I really never expected in life, honestly. Um, the reason that my ex-husband is the way that he is is because of the people who raised him. And essentially... Um, the reason why I decided to change the life that I was leading is because of my children. I could not handle the thought another minute of them in the same situation that I was in or witnessing any more abuse. So I know this is a short introductory podcast to a long plethora of podcasts. Um, that I'm going to get into different parts of uh, what I experienced so that I may help someone out there um, give them strength and just let them know that they aren't alone. Um, I thought I was very alone. Um, Come to find out, I didn't even yet know the meaning of alone. Uh, I was about to find out though. So please join me next podcast when we talk about the next episode of uh, my life, new beginnings. Um, And I'll tell you, if you just stick with me to the end, I don't know how long of recordings that I'm going to um, (laughs) make you suffer through, but stick with me and I promise um, somewhere there is a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Thank you, everyone. Mama Nature out.